0: morning good morning everybody hopefully uh, yeah we've got a few people jumping on this morning i got the chat working this morning so day, brendan alison james good to see you guys great to see a bunch uh on already hopefully you're all awesome and well uh terrific tuesday nice uh pinch and a punch for the first day of the month they say hey good morning greg good to see you guys there give us a shout out wherever you're dialing in from good numbers on this morning so uh Hopefully everyone's pumped, everyone's excited about the year ahead, 2022. Uh, There's Michelle. Good to see you, Michelle. Got the coffee going. Thought we'd have a quick chat this morning, team, folks, uh, about... Let me have a bit of a look. There we go. That's a bit better. Uh, Yesterday, we had a quick chat uh, about, you know, some of the things that happened, uh, you know, in the last... Month, four weeks, six weeks—things uh, fly along while we're all having a bit of a break um, over Christmas and and a well-deserved one at that. Um, but uh, I thought we might uh, have a chat today a little bit about um, the old land tax and what's going on. But uh, a quick hello um, to some of the regular crew. Great to see you guys, uh, Jeff. Third property settled. In a bumper year, twenty twenty one. Well, Jeff, you did well, mate. Um, that is fantastic. Great to see that acquisition plan going strong. Fantastic uh, for anyone who's new here. We have uh, three stages. Uh, we might get around to that this year. We might have a little review. Three stages: acquisition, consolidation, lifestyle, and uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, Alexis, hey, good morning to you, Nick. Good morning. First uh, live stream in a long time, so that's great. Happy New Year to all of you guys too. I was so into the business mode of getting this stuff done. Forgot to uh, wish all of you a happy and successful and prosperous New Year and uh, Chinese New Year coming up soon. Alison says so, yeah, good to see you, Tanya, Bob. It's all happening. It's good to see everyone on this morning. But listen, let's talk about something um, a little bit uh, structural, functional this morning when it comes to uh, the world of land tax. Land tax. And uh, you know, taxes are one of those things. Chuck it in the chat, little pop quiz. What are the taxes we must learn to minimize, team? While I'm doing my little list here, what are the taxes we must learn to minimize and manage as property investors? Uh, because if you don't, if you don't, this is, like you know, being successful in property investing, uh, the difference between successful and not successful is kind of like little paper cuts, all right? Little paper cuts of taxes, expenses, small mistakes, build into big problems later on. Um, And uh, for all of us, we need to get it right at the start. Um, So what are they? Alison's in there. We need to manage, team, you need to manage uh, your PAYG tax. Most of us uh, don't have lots of spare income just floating around, do we? Do we? I mean... Uh, let's face it, folks, you know, you've know you got to get the most out of what you've got and you've got to be smart. On average, on average, 20 to 25% of your everyday income is going to the government uh, and to be honest, I don't think you can agree, agree a lot for it. PAYG, income tax, Chris O's on it as well. Chris is there. Um, yeah, you've got to manage it. Uh, but today's not about that tax, but we do have some strategies and some plans around that, so we can chat about that in the coming days and weeks, team. P A Y G tax. Boom. Uh you need now it's a it's a duty. Stamp duty. Uh, but you need to know how to manage uh stamp duty. Okay. So people say, Oh, it's not a tax. Well, it kind of is a tax, you know. Uh how do we do that? There's a couple of ways to do that. Won't be talking about that one today. Uh the big kahuna. The big kahuna capital or capital gains tax. Capital gains tax is the one, folks, um, if you don't already know this, if you don't already know, you should understand how to minimise your capital gains tax. Uh, almost for many of us can have zero capital gains tax, capital gains tax, tongue twister, zero capital gains tax if you're smart and you're strategic on how you put your deals together. But again, we're not going to do that one today. Uh, Jason John. Hey, Jason John Byron. Did not you know that that's my first two names as well, Jason John Witten. Ha, ah, There you go. You must be a good glo- good bloke. Um, <laughs> there you go Greg dead right mate how do you minimise capital gains tax well never bloody sell hey we've got two sayings around here two important ones buy well never sell and this thing's a marathon not a sprint just remember those because they are absolutely something that's going to help you out land tax we're going to get on to that one today land tax folks um, we need to manage that and one down here which most of us or many of us won't have to worry too much about will be uh, GST, GST, uh, but depending if you're trading and buying and selling, if you're a developer, you need to understand that one, okay, but um, yep, Jason, Jason, pay no tax, just keep the bloody things, that is right, buy well, never sell, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint, so let's get on with it, let's, uh, let's have a bit of a look at what is happening and what, what the challenge is, if you guys don't, um, uh, don't remember or don't know, I'll, I'll do a quick uh, a refresher with a terrible, <laughs> terrible picture of Australia. That is hideous, Jason. All right, I'm going to get rid of that one. Um, that's probably one of the worst, worst versions of Australia I've ever, I've ever drawn. Uh, this one doesn't seem to be much better, but I'm going to leave it with that. And Tasmania is probably in the wrong spot. But, folks, uh, other than my terrible drawing here, uh, which hopefully you get the picture, we have got... We have got, in Australia, five states, two territories, uh, and one of the, the strategies uh, we have deployed for over 20 years, helping our property investors minimise the cost, the daily, monthly, yearly cost of owning real estate for their future wealth, has been the diversification strategy across different states, different places, to minimize our land tax. It's smart to do so, folks, because uh, if you think about this and, and many of you guys would know this, we, we say, listen, for most of you, you need to have in your sites as a minimum five to six investment properties in your acquisition phase, you know, acquisition, consolidation, lifestyle and, you know, over this period of time, whatever it might be, twenty to thirty years, you, you need to get on with it over here, five to six properties as fast and as effectively as possible. More if you want, five to six will do the trick. Um, and then over time, you let them grow, you let the income grow, you maintain them, you manage them, you fix them up, whatever it might be, and that's going to get you the wealth you desire. Listen, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme. If anyone's new here, if you're new and you're like, what's this property stuff I'm going to get rich quick because everyone's been making money in the last year, I want to, I want to uh, double the value of my property in two years. Well, you're absolutely kidding yourself. Just let me tell you right now. And uh, listen, don't be a good time Charlie in the real estate world. This is a 15 to 20-year plan. You can do things to speed it up, but that's not what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, don't let me get distracted today. We're talking about land tax. How do we manage land tax? Folks, chuck it in the chat for me. I always love to see you guys interacting in this stuff. And I know a few of you guys are in our mentoring program where you get coached and mentored by very experienced property investors um, who have been doing this for, for decades and decades and, and have got multiple properties themselves in the double-digit properties um, across Australia and New Zealand. But uh, we've got the spammers back today again. I don't know. Can anyone block those spammers? What's this... Uh this thing here. Anyway, uh, I won't get distracted either. So listen, <clears throat> what are ways, what has been ways to uh, manage that? And Greg's on it um, um, very quickly there, Greg. It's like, okay, yeah, there's two ways to do it, um, uh, which is great. Jason's there um, and uh, Greg. So we've got two ways to do it. You can buy in multiple states, so different states, okay, so different states, each state has it, its own land tax uh, threshold, so different states. Um, hopefully, you can see the green there. Um, and um, uh, you can buy in different entities, okay? What is an entity? Well, a few of the guys are already putting it up there. Buying your personal name. Uh, you can buy in your self-managed super. You can buy in your trusts. Now, some of the states have shut that down. I'll show you in a minute. You know, can you get a benefit and blah, blah, blah. Um, But, uh, you know, one of the better ways or the best way was uh, buying across different states. Now, listen, uh, Sharon chucked one in there, which I love the idea of. um, And many of you guys um, might sort of, you know, it might put a scratch in your record, this one. But when you buy apartments, the land content of an apartment is actually quite low. Your land tax is super low on an apartment in comparison to a house of the same value. Now, uh, you know, a lot of uneducated, ill-informed people uh, spout and sprook that uh, apartments are rubbish, not as good as houses. Well, it's absolute bullshit, folks. I've been doing this for 25 years uh, and there is zero evidence of a good apartment versus a good property. Um being better or worse than the other one. And uh, when you do all the math on it, um, land tax, you know, your house becomes worth $2 million. Well, you can pay more land taxes an investment. If you've got an apartment worth $2 million, you're not paying as much land tax. So there is, uh, you should be open to understanding the pros and cons of each. No one investment is perfect. And if anyone tells you that, they're full of shit. Um, let me tell you. So, uh, but be open, be uh, be smart. And learn and ask good questions. Anyway, off with uh, off with <laughs> off on a tangent here, folks. All right. Uh, now listen, I gotta finish at eight thirty today uh, because I gotta take my daughter to uh, to her dance studio. She's got a traineeship. so um, stay on track, Jason. stay on track. Let's do this, folks. What happens? The best way was to do it in different states. you if you think about this, five or six properties, and if you had five properties in Victoria, well, you're going to be over the land tax threshold, team. Uh, and uh you'll be paying land tax and and that that won't be fun. And especially if you end up with seven or eight or nine or ten properties, you grow into the future. Um, you want to manage that. It, it can be um uh it can be a bit it can be a bit expensive. Ashley, uh I'm not a great dancer and I'm not a great singer. Um, but I do <laughs> I'm not bad at a backspin. Back in the day, I used to be uh, pretty good at uh, the uh, the breakdancing. Anyone remember that breakdancing? <laughs> Shows how old I am. Anyway, all right, concentrate, Jason. Um, so, multiple states multiple states were the best way and also a smart way to diversify your risk in different locations, different styles of property, et cetera. So, you know, the idea might have been, you know, you live in New South Wales and you go, you've got your PPR in New South Wales, uh, your PPR in New South Wales, you buy one in ACT, you buy an uh, in investment, you buy an investment in, in New South Wales, you buy an investment in Victoria, you might, you might buy one in um, Queensland, let's say, and you might buy one in South Australia. Like, and then you've got a multiple of properties all under the electric boogaloo. Oh, my Lord. That's a blast from the past. Electric boogaloo. Yeah, terrible singer as well. Don't get me started. All right, well, and then you'd, you'd end up with multiple different properties in multiple different states, which literally you get to fly under the radar. Okay? You don't end up busting through any of the, uh, any of the uh, land tax thresholds in each of the states, and then you don't pay a no land tax. So that, that, that was the plan. That was the plan. Well, um, the, cheeky, the Cheeky Chops in Queensland are thinking that they might try and change that. It hasn't been passed yet, folks, by the way, so don't, um, so don't uh, jump off a cliff just yet. Uh, that's a bit uh, full on. But, yeah, don't get too carried away, all right? Uh, it hasn't been done yet, so let's have a look at this. And here this is from uh, – right, this a bit of a chart to give you an idea. Hey, listen. We could own some property in the Northern Territory and there's no land tax at all. Now, I'm not saying buy in the Northern Territory, by the way. It's not my favourite place to own real estate, but it, it did all right for a while. But uh, it's not a big enough place. Now, I like populations. I like diversification of income uh, and uh, economics and stuff like that. So, folks, you know, uh, just think about that as we go. But let's bring this to a close uh, as for today, today's discussion. If you see the tax-free threshold um, in this stuff, then, you know, this is where where, we're, you know, having um, to think about the land value, the land value, um, the land value of our properties in each of the states. And we're going, well, you know, over and above this land value. It's not the value of your property, by the way the land value will have to pay some sort of tax and there'll be a calculation and all those sort of things and I'm not going to muck around with those today. But, you know, if you own it in a trust, there'll be either a surcharge or a zero um, tax-free threshold. If you're a foreign owner, you get, you know, you you don't get much love, Um, you know, uh, WA is not too bad. So when we're calculating this, We're thinking, all right, well, if we own it across multiple states, then we can fly under the radar. However, Queensland, good old Queenslanders decided, they've decided, hey, listen, if you own properties anywhere else, we're going to bundle those together and uh, we're going to start you from that cumulative calculation um, as you go. Yeah, Alison, I think that's true. You know, uh, unfortunately, governments are pretty uh, short-sighted when it comes to this stuff. Um, Yeah. The number one risk, your number one risk, my number one risk. Folks, our number one risk is, and this is a prime example, the risk is to investors of any description, you know, maniac politicians um, changing legislation at the drop of a hat. You would build your strategy around this and then they'll make up some shit and then, you know, your expenses and your cost chuck your, your thing out. They're the number one risk in the marketplace. Anyway, there you go. Queensland is proposing to bundle anywhere else you own real estate uh, as, uh, as a value and then that's where your land tax threshold gets calculated from to go from. That's the proposal team. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we're in there uh, going to um, sign the petition against it. Um, I think it's a, a, grubby, a grubby cash grab. Um, and, um, but, you know, there's nothing we can do about it other than say no in a petition and uh, change our strategy if we need to, folks. So uh, that's it for me today. Wealth Coffee Chat, pretty well done and dusted. Um, let's say um, uh, if you want to join me each day, uh, I'm going to start at 8.10 each day and uh, let me know in the chat if there's something you, that you want me to talk about. I've got a few, uh, few things to catch up on from over the break, but um, I'll leave. Um, yeah, they are. They are getting greedy. Um, stay away from Queensland property. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad yet, Bob. I don't think it's that that bad yet, mate. You should own one or two in Queensland. It's got a big future, certainly with the Olympics coming and other things. But yeah, it, you you might not. Um, you might not. Um, yeah, you might think about it doing it a different way. I think the other states will get on the bandwagon. By the way, folks. Um, but um, there you go. So. Thanks for the shout-out, team. Great to have all of you on today. Love and appreciate your support. Let's hang out um, each morning, 8, 10, for about 20 minutes. I'll have a wealth coffee chat. Chew the fat. Um, get things pumped up for the day. As I always say, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. We should hang out together with the right people, with the right mindset. Um, and uh, don't forget this one, buy well, never sell. That's my catch cry, uh, and hopefully you guys uh, think the same. All right, that's it for me, team. You guys be well. Go forth and prosper. Awesome to hang out. See you tomorrow at 8.10. Bye-bye.